0: I am mining investor and editor of Resource Stock Digest, Gerardo Del Real, here with my partner, friend, colleague, Mr. Nick Hodge, who's also an investor and the publisher of Daily Profit Cycle. This is, of course, the 206th episode of our weekly therapy session that we call Investing in Bizarro World. It's getting bizarre, folks. We're going to talk about the markets. We're going to talk about what we're investing in. We're going to talk about Chinese balloons that maybe weren't Chinese balloons that were the size of buses. We're going to talk about the media and complicity as it relates to co- corporations and chemical spills. We're going to talk the markets. I'm going to give you my Patriot battery metals update as I do every week for those of you that just listen to me blabber for that reason. But before we do all that, we're going to ask Mr. Nick Hodge how he's doing because I know you're not feeling the best, Nick. I'm sorry. Thank you for joining us this week. How are you holding up, man? Oh,
1: God. I got got the cough and I wasn't even in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, Gerardo. I I think just, uh, you know, the germs going around from the elementary school here as we get out of the end of winter. But um, it's a little bit of cold. How are you feeling?
0: Ah, uh, you know the usual allergies, puffy eye, runny nose, congested. I don't ever know anymore if it's allergies or if it's a cold or if it's a virus. I'm just happy to be here. Or if it's the out. we don't even get <laughs> tested anymore. Who knows? Who cares? It is what it is, right? <laughs> the aliens are here, and uh, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll get into the UFOs. I want to get your take on that. It's a fascinating story to me. We touched on it a little bit last week, and then it escalated and, you know, again, we'll get into it, but a lot of interesting stuff going on in the market. So let's start with the overall indices. I always re- defer to you because I don't I don't, I don't, don't dabble in the blue chips. That's definitely not my cup of tea, not my expertise. What are you seeing out there? More of the same? Well, I was starting to feel a little
1: bit of FOMO, Gerardo. You know, the stock mm-hmm. market Aww. took off like about out of hell to start the year. And, you know, the bulls are taking victory laps uh, already. Like the the bear market is over. And, you know, I was starting to to think that I had missed out on something and then, you know, over the past two weeks or whatever, you know, for, for the duration of February so far, the, the indexes have turned back around. You know, earnings are coming back into play. Uh, that inverted yield curve just will not go <laughs> away and in fact continues to get uh, more staunchly or steeply inverted almost down to, um, I don't know, uh, 900 uh, 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 basis points or something like that. Uh, excuse me, 90 basis points, 90, almost yeah. a full percentage point uh, inverted. And, you know, uh, I think things are going to, you know, turn back around to to the bear market side here. Earnings growth continues to be negative. Uh, almost all the S&P 500 companies reporting, I think earnings growth is negative 2% or something like that. Um, and the bulls, I think, just, you know, uh, prematurely celebrated, sort of like that dodger M E V commercial premature electrification.
0: 69 yield curves, with premature electrification. So many childish jokes. I'm going to save those for later on in this podcast. Um, it's so- easy
1: to feel like you're missing out though. So sorry, you know, there's, there have been some decent economic data. We talked about the jobs sure. number recently. Mm-hmm. Retail sales came out really strong. Uh, but it's in core things where people have to spend more money, right? Yep. Like like food prices are up. Of course, you're spending more money on food. If you look at like the discretionary parts of things, Ah, uh, people are not increasing their spending, and then if you look at the—and I mentioned this before—the the credit cards. I mean, people are really strapped out there. You can see that they're they're maxing out their credit cards and they're not paying their monthly balances like they used to. So the consumers getting um, tapped out. Uh, they don't own—they don't all own uh, patriot battery metals, I suppose.
0: They don't all own patriot battery metals, and you know what? Um, a lot of companies that are going to need a patriot battery metals also don't own a patriot battery metals, and. Look, let's uh let us let, get right into that part. We had uh, about 6 or 7 trading days where the shorts um really put it to Patriot, but if you look at a 1-year chart, it's just what happens with this stock. It's going to rally 100 150%. It's going to pull back 30 to 40% and then you're going to get the next set of numbers, right? And so let's get to the last two news releases. The last one that you know some people poked at because I don't, I don't think they understand one that CV 13 isn't CV five. I don't think they understand it's, it's, it's two separate um, pegmatite clusters that are kilometers apart. And that CV 13 is likely to be a a satellite feeder deposit, right? It's high grade. It's near surface. It's very continuous. The numbers are great. It was 22. The headline number was 22.6 meters at 1.56 lithium oxide. That included six meters of 3.19, um, 10 of the first 14 holes hit um, substantial mineralization. If any other company would have put those results out and wasn't accustomed to Patriot battery metal type results, the stock would have surged, right? And instead, I think there's a lot of misinformed people that said, oh, 10 out of 14 holes hit. Well, that's not what we're used to from CB5. So maybe the mineralization is thinning. We're also not used to just 22 or 24 or 18 or 17 meters of mineralization we're used to 60 70 80 120 130 right folks these are two separate pegmatite clusters now look I, I told you before i'm a simple guy with a simple premise i think underneath all this stuff may connect i think it's one big blob i think um i think we're going to get to that sooner rather than later the company's already alluded to it um and that brings me to my next point it's the news released before The most recent one is the February 5th one that I want to read, and I want anybody who tunes into this, just for the Patriot Battery Metals take, to really go back and read what the company told you. On February 5th, the company updated how the 2023 program was going, and what it told you is that it extended the strike length of CV5 by 400 meters in the first set of holes. Now, let's get to the really important paragraph. Drill holes 105 and 106 were collared immediately on strike eastwardly of the high-grade Nova Zone. The high-grade Nova Zone, of course, the one that's returning those freakish grades, long runs of 5% on lithium oxide. It continues. In, in, in hole 93, at a distance of approximately 90 meters and 200 meters, respectively, and returned near-continuous pegmatite intersections of approximately 84 and 132 meters. The company is telling you that they're chasing this high-grade Nova zone, that they've stepped out 90 meters and 200 meters, and that the first two holes are hitting pegmatite at a 84-meter length and 132-meter core length. Now, maybe all of that doesn't have lithium spodumene, lithium oxide, but I can tell you if history is any guide, and it seems to rhyme often with Patriot, the bulk of that core, the bulk of that 84 and 132 meters east of this ova zone and extension is going to be likely high grade and likely mineralized. So I think people miss that. They went on and continue to tell you about the other two holes. They said the pegmatite continued to be intersected in drill hole 107 and 108, another 100 meters and 200 meters. So now we have the 400 okay. meters step out to the east, right? A long strike. With widths of approximately 65 meters and 54 meters, respectively. So you now have 84 meters, 132 meters, 65 meters, and 54 meters in this high grade Nova Zone or the extension of the high grade Nova Zone. If those grades are anything like the last release from the Nova Zone and these widths hold up the way that they've held up in the past, you are going to see one of the most epic short squeezes that I think we've seen in quite some time. And look, I think it's starting to play out already, right? The last part is critical in that release. It said it is interpreted that the CV-5 pegmatite may extend under the relatively thin glacial till cover towards CV-13, which again is 4.3 kilometers to the west-southwest. It and is anticipated to be drill tested during the 2023 drill campaign. The company is straight up telling you people that they think it all connects underneath. And this is the first time they've been as explicit about it. And if you have 4.3 kilometers, 5 kilometers of strike length, and it's all one big blob as my simple brain tends to process it, and this high gray zone where, by the way, there's at least four and maybe five drill rigs now, aggressively extending that out. They're not doing 20 meter holes over there, Nick. It's 80 meter, 90 meter, 100 meter, and 200 meter step outs, right? In the first four holes, they've stepped out a total of 400 meters. They've already finished eight as of the last release. They're drilling really fast from what I understand. So you can use your imagination. And we have five. If it all ties in together and this high grade zone continues and these widths and that those kind of grades from the Nova Zone hold up, it's about to get really, really fun, And which is why I still own 98% of my position. And as I told you before, I sold 2% because I had some, some tax bills and some priorities and responsibilities that we had to take. But it's going to be sink or swim on this one for me. It just is what it is. I think it's a generational discovery. Albemarle just had results. Um, the results were absolutely phenomenal. They, they increased their prices. They, they expect to increase their prices by 55%, right? And they came, the results that came in were after a 300% increase in what Albemarle charges for its lithium. And they're saying, we're going to increase it another 55%. It doesn't matter. It posted net income of 1.13 billion. 1.13 billion dollars. That was that, that that was a quarter. Their cool. sales jumped fivefold despite the price hike. It's not just this company that needs the lithium. It's not just this company with healthy balance sheets. It's not just Australian funds that want a nineteen point nine percent stake. And it's not just Pilbara that's got the pockets and the expertise to come out and take this at a significant premium. And I can tell anybody that's writing in saying, is it gonna happen at twenty? Is it happen at twenty five? It's not gonna happen anywhere near those levels if 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 my information is anywhere near correct. And again, that's why I'm holding my ninety eight percent as long as i can
1: well done what's the uh return from from 20 bucks to from 16 cents it's
0: a lot (laughs) twelve thousand percent or something like that and again i look if if we were bought out tomorrow for 24 bucks i I wouldn't be heartbroken but i'd be disappointed i'm pretty confident in what's 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 here this is such a special special deposit set of deposits such a special district you know, kudos to Blair and Ken and the team at Patriot for being really aggressive about the drilling and really making it a point to step out aggressively. I think they know they're on the clock, right? I think they understand now that they're going to have multiple suitors. And I think that they're wise to prove up as much as they can prove up in as short a time as they can. And again, kudos to them for making that pivot and, and, and getting the company in position where it's cashed up to be able to do the kind of aggressive drilling that they're doing. But anybody that's short. Hey, more power to you! You 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 have a you have a bigger set than I do. Um, I, I'm on the other side of that. We're going to see how it all works out when it's all said and done. Why do you think?
1: Uh, I had a couple of questions. It's not like global news. I, I don't know if you saw in the past couple of weeks. There's been a lot of headlines about this. You know, lithium deposit they found in India, for example, 5.9 <laughs> million tons of lithium. You know, that makes the rounds. That goes around the <laughs> globe. It's in you know all the big publications. The Bloomberg's are writing about it you know, splashy, you know, uh, headlines and things like that. Why does that get so much attention? And, um, why isn't like the, the, the Corvette property on the, on the front and in the homepage of Bloomberg?
0: That's a great question, but I'm actually glad that's the case. Cause that's what allowed us to, you know, hone in on this really early. Right. And obviously nobody could have predicted it was going to turn out the way it's turning out. But, um, I, th- I think that's coming, you know, I think we've started to see the Australian press, um, you know that article that came out about Minrez coming and wanting nineteen point nine percent. That wasn't like a paid article. That wasn't something that you know the company reached out and said, "Hey, can you write this piece on?" Or someone behind the scenes said, "No, that was a reputable that reputable source there Um, that somehow got a tip from somebody and pretty high up and then kind of spilled the beans, right?" And, and I think that's why we had that like this last little short pullback. I think I think it's the last one until. Until we cross the twenty dollar mark, that's that's kind of my call here for the next couple of weeks. And and I think uh, I think the east side there on the Nova Zone is going to be the catalyst. But I I don't have a good answer to your question, Nick. I think I think the media is coming. I think I think this is so massive. This is one of those just you know beyond the imagination type of plays and returns that it all. I can see a lot of people wonder like this thing was sixteen cents. Like is this real? Really? You know, it touched the high of seventeen fifty. Really, people think it's going to forty or fifty. It just sounds again. If you use this the starting point, the sixteen cents, and you just see the run up, yeah, I'd be inclined to take profits too. If I wasn't informed as to what I think is there and what that what that's worth in this market, right? What that's worth to an Albemarle, what that's worth to a Pilbara, what's that worth? What's you know what's that worth to other companies? Hey, it's not twenty bucks a share, and it's not twenty five. So. It doesn't matter what Nick and Gerardo or you got into it at. The only thing that really matters from this point moving forward is what someone's willing to pay for it. And there's going to be multiple someones, and they are all cashed up. They are all cashed up. And look, we had news out of Australia. There were there was delays on a refinery, right, a processing plant. Six-month delays, CapEx blowouts in China. I heard, um, what's her name, Cathy Kathy Wood from ARC Fund? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She had a tweet that literally made me laugh out loud. I almost spilt out my glass of wine I was drinking. It was later at night. And it was a Friday and I was being a geek looking at Twitter at Lithium News. And um she tweeted something about how, you know, she's modeling that in 2026 there's gonna be a supply glut. And I almost I almost spilt my wine out because like lady, like, there comes a point when you should just sit back and just kind of like be quiet or at least stick to your knitting. I guess what? No shade to her. We all get on cold runs. We all get on hop runs, but she hasn't exactly been like on the right side of things for the last twelve months. Sure. Um. As it relates to her own nitty, so you can speak on what you want to speak on, but I, I think in twenty twenty could have some pie on your face, lady. And I think by 2020, I, I, 2026 seems like so far away from now because I, I don't think a patriot. I don't think a patriot makes it out of this year. And frankly, I wish that wasn't the case. I wish, I wish they had another year and a half to really, really go do that exploration drilling across the entire 50 kilometer trend i think you know probably 30 kilometers of that trend is gonna have to be drilled out by someone else and who knows what else exists there but this 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 year's gonna be an absolute blast and the pullbacks are just it's almost like a game at this point it's like all right how many days are gonna last the average retracement for those keeping track in uh, 2022 up until now is roughly 40 Mm percent so anytime he gets close to that i'm like maybe i'll nibble a little bit again all right and then kind of get in there and it always overshoots for a day, and sure enough, it does what it did today on you know February the sixteenth, started turning back around with a vengeance, right up eleven, twelve percent, and um, yeah, I think uh, I think by the time y'all read this, we might have some news out of that Nova Zone, and and if not, it's 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 imminent. Glad it's I, imminent.
1: Glad I bought some in the open market in my IRA, tax free, Patriot <laughs> Patriot petri- battery gains.
0: Uh, I didn't I didn't do that. I, yeah. my old Uncle Sam's gonna get me. What <laughs> well, me too. I, for the (laughs) private placement but anyway back
1: to the Indian Mm -hmm. thing so uh this is something i wanted to talk about in this podcast you know that was a a splashy headline number right they got a nice chart in this quartz article i'm I'm, I'm looking at you know now the india has more uh lithium reserves than the usa and and they don't really get into uh you know there's like one sentence that says however it's going to take years to bring this online right and that's like the thing right that's the thing that should be uh, more uh, dwelled upon in the article, and, and that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit. So I think the world is understanding that uh, they need much more of these metals. I mean, and look at the the car commercials in the Super Bowl, for example. There was multiple, multiple uh, different brands that were advertising their EVs coming soon, and the world now understands that they need these things. So in India, lithium in India wasn't the only one we've seen recently. You'll remember a couple of weeks ago there was. A giant rarest discovery in Sweden, right? Was (laughs) was making the rounds. And um, even locally here in Washington, there was a a company that you and I are familiar with, Calibre, which, you know, it did some drilling and 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 calculated a resource for this project that they have here. Uh and you know, what the newspapers did is they took the the amount of ounces in the ground, (laughs) a lot of times the gold price. And that's like the headline, right? On the On the article, so yeah, you know, my neighbor's texted me. Did you hear about this big gold thing in in Washington? Our customer service agent, who lives here in Spokane, uh, was slacking I- I the other day about you know Nick. Did you hear about this thing in in Washington? And it's it's these big headlines, these big numbers, right? The two billion dollar gold deposit found or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but well, what does that mean? And that's sort of you know where you and I come in as far as you know how can you profit from it personally. So let me think yep. of one by one for a second, like. Uh, I talked to, 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 well, I talked to Mark Saxon and, and he yeah. listens to this podcast, so shout out to him. Um, and he was saying that that's not like really a new discovery. It's, it's part of an iron ore discovery or an iron ore, uh, project in, in Sweden that's been known for a long time and it might never come out of the ground because, you know, first you've got to make sure that that iron ore, the discovery is economic. You've got to mine out all that iron ore before you even get down to the rare earths. Right. So when is that really going to make it to market if ever, uh, and in the case of the the India thing, it's like okay, well they just put together this resource. They don't have any, you know, processing, you know, lithium uh, lithium processing capabilities. Where is that going to go? They're going to have to make all those agreements, fund the project. I've said this a bunch, right? Like, yeah, um, I have a seven year old daughter, yeah. and then it, and she she was born obviously seven years ago when uh, you know Perpetua started their permitting process, hmm. and then that's a critical source of antimony, a large one at yeah. like that um uh, and it still hasn't been approved so you know the headlines are one thing but the reality is 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 another and we can talk about the balloons and and the chemicals later that applies right the headlines are one thing yeah the, the reality is is another thing in the case of that you know gold deposit here in washington well look you know calibre's got the uh, producing mine in nicaragua they've they've got a producing mine in in nevada the pan mine which um, yeah. uh, they acquired from uh, Fiore, I believe it was, which uh, acquired it from a, a company called GRP that I raised a million dollars for like eight years ago, right? This isn't yeah. a, a new project, right? So, right. How long ago was that that you know th- they knew that this Eagle Mine here in, in Washington, you know, had a gold deposit? It's not going to be brought online anytime soon, and so um, I, I say all that to say, you know, headlines are one thing, and, and again, reality is another. So. Uh, careful reading some of these things and thinking that you know India is going to come solve our uh, supply woes for lithium and then as it relates to to patriot uh you know that's a it's not a well it is a difficult story to put together i mean there's not a, a resource on it um yep. they they've only really drilled a, a little bit relative to the size of the potential district and how many pegmatite clusters there are there and um People don't like to do the hard work, right? It's easy to to click the share button on a on a, on an article about a massive lithium discovery in India. But it's, in India, it's harder to, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, put together the numbers on initial drilling results from pegmatite clusters. So, uh, anyway, I just think all these uh, articles are interesting, but I do think that it means we're going in the right direction, right? It means that people yes. realize we need these metals. They're starting to wonder where they're going to come from. They're taking interest. I mean, you know, there's a lot of different articles that I've seen. I've seen one about um, that make the rounds, right? That like get promoted in Bloomberg newsletters and stuff like Neo Materials, building this uh, magnet facility in in Estonia, for example. Yeah. Pretty big article on Bloomberg recently. Like (laughs) good that people are taking the interest. And I say all that to say that it's still very early, right? Like, we're nowhere close to solving this lithium shortage. We're nowhere close to solving the Chinese, you know, quasi-monopoly on rare earth refining, like- there's still a long way to go if you want those electric vehicles that were advertised in the Super Bowl, which, by the way, uh, aren't being sold many of them until like 2024. If you read like the disclaimers at the bottom of those commercials, it's like available fall 2024, right? Uh, and they themselves still have some problems to work out. I think you put something about the the automakers on there. Like Ford just halted production of their of their Ford Lightning, right? Because they had yes. the battery fire. Tesla had to recall, I think, 360,000 yeah. vehicles today uh, because of their their autopilot <laughs> feature. And so uh, for me, and I think for you, like that's not the way to play it, even though I know you have a Tesla. And so I don't think you're a big Tesla shareholder.
0: Uh, uh, look, it's the lithium companies and the mining companies that bought that Tesla, right? They love the car, awesome car, funnest car I've ever had. I've got all sorts of little gadgets and toys in there. It's fun. I didn't buy it with Ford stock that I sold. I can promise you that much. And to that end, that was my point about what we've been preaching on this podcast for, I don't know how long, why risk your capital with the companies that are seeing decreased demand, can't execute on their business model, can't secure enough supply to produce the things they say they want to produce. Why not just go straight to the companies that are are producing the stuff that is in need companies like an Albemarle, if you want to major and you want it to be liquid that, Tell you, hey, we hiked our prices 300% in the last little bit. Didn't matter. Our sales jumped bifold. Guess what? We're going to hike it another 55%. Okay. That seems like a very sustainable business model to me when everybody wants what you have. And again, it's supply I and demand, folks. It, I saw it. It's supply and demand. Oh, How you, you show me another Corvette district and and, and let's have a conversation. What? I didn't even mention back to Patriot. Look, I talked about the east side. I talked about CV5 and CV13, that four or five kilometer trend. The company in that same release said, "Oh, and by the way, out to the west, we think CV4 and 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 this other pegmatite cluster, or these other pegmatite clusters, might all connect. And if that's the case, that's 15 kilometers. Those numbers are stupid. I I don't even want to think about those numbers because I already am having you know a fun enough time with the numbers I have in my head for what the buyout may come at sometime this year. That's fun for me if if they hurry up and connect all of it." It's gonna be funer than it already has been, and again, how many of those can you buy if you're a major mining company, a chemicals company, a vehicle, an automaker? There's not a lot of Corvettes laid around. And by the time it's all said and done, I think, I think we're, I think we were early to the biggest lithium discovery in the world. Nick.
1: you have to start going around and say it. West Side.
0: <laughs> this is. Oh, for entertainment purposes, look. folks. <laughs> no, look it's it's good time for your, not just Patriot, right? We made a we made a lithium pick in one of our God. paid letters here a month and a half ago. We're up. I think like one hundred and fifty percent on that and as much as two hundred percent in the last couple of weeks. Help finance that at ten cents. writing another check at fifty cents, hit a high at one fifteen. think it pulled back to eighty five or ninety cents today. Those of you following Patrick could probably figure that one out. We're financing another company with a gentleman that's related to the company. And that's an interesting one that I won't share yet because that's for paid subscribers right now. But there's a lot of money out there to be made, guys. And look, it's, you know, you get hot hands, you get cold hands, and all things change. But right now, there's there's a lot of good deal flow. There's a lot of quality deals to be had. And and, you know, I think for you and for me, NIF the pace of quality deals is picking up. I know we were really gun shy at the end of last year at offering deals to our subscribers because You don't pay us to offer you deals just for the sake of offering you deals. You pay us to vet deals that have a good, legitimate shot at making you some good money. And, you know, we feel a responsibility in that. If that means the deal flow dries up for two months because I don't like anything, then the deal flow is going to dry up for two months. And then you get a week like this week where it's like, hey, I got a new, different, unique idea that we both offered up to our services. And there's a Uranium one popping out tomorrow that I really like and uh, probably a couple other ones here before the month's out. So... We eat our own cooking, folks, and, you know, th- th- that's all we can do. Get out of here, give you free advice, uh, take it, leave it, do some due diligence. At the end of the day, they're your profits and your losses, so you got to do the homework on it. We just try to provide, you know, some some, some rents and some ratings and tell you but- what we like and what's working for us, and
1: so far, so good. Somebody listens, because there was a gentleman who wrote in after last week's podcast, the customer service, asking about just that, our deal flow, the size of the allocation. I mean, he was a serious investor. Um, and so someone's out there listening. Of-
0: appreciate it appreciate the comments the nice ones the not so nice ones i appreciate y'all writing in um have fun with it folks this is one of those years where like look things have really gone really well uh for the most part um you know 2022 for the most part was a great year and, and, and on then on the market side <laughs> and 2023 is off to a just a fucking barn burner of a year so things going be fun this year make some money off of it. it let's talk copper real quick we talk metals copper looks sexy
1: oh let me look my habit actually looks
0: Holding firmly above four, stubbornly above four.
1: Yeah, and and it's interesting because the, let me just type it in. HD is the Copper futures. Um It's interesting because the the overall CRV commodity indexes has softened up a bit. Oh yeah, look at that! It's had a good little run here, and the yeah, getting its mojo. Yeah, and it's interesting because you know the dollar has been strengthening, and even it the the ten year has been strengthening. So. You know, that's what's kept, you know, gold went down further than I thought it was going to go. I was saying last week I was getting bullish on gold, but yeah, gold jumping up to, or copper jumping up to 412 there is, is interesting. Sorry, I'm doing real pop-darting. No, 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 that's that's
0: what we do. Markets move all day and night, right? That's what, that's what, at the end of the day, that's what folks pay us to do. And in the case of this podcast, that's what folks uh, tune into here is, is, is the free (laughs) rants, rantings and ravings. And, you know, I got to talk, I got to ask you about Bitcoin here in a second, because Bitcoin's putting in, uh. A good little performance. So we'll talk about whether or not you think that's a head fake or not in the next little bit. But your thoughts on copper, sir?
1: Well, look, the the CRB commodity index is down eight percent in the past six months. Meanwhile, copper's up twelve percent in the in the same amount of time. So it's diverged from that overall um, CRB commodity commodity index. You know, if it's me asking questions, I wonder what that means for the. Uh, broader economy, right? Cause you're getting conflicting signals, right? If you're getting this inverted yield curve, that's, you know, saying a recession is here. Why is, uh, copper going up so much? And, you know, uh, I, I don't know if that has to do with the economy itself, or it has to do just with the overall, you know, structural deficit that exists in the copper market. I've been trying to get through this, um, speech that Robert Friedland gave a couple of months ago at the,
0: there's a, a conference in Saudi Arabia, um, and did you bring your telescope so you could see how high the copper price was going to go in the next <laughs> five years
1: <laughs> he's got some great lines doesn't he? you know I can
0: talk man I well, can
1: talk you know what he's done I mean, he was I, I hate huh. to call it pandering but he was I mean he was basically pandering to the Saudis talking about Allah and the the how Allah bestowed all this uh, mineral wealth on the on their country basically Saudi Arabia he gave them all the oil and yeah you know, he's also given them all these um, and mineral assets and 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 anyway he was sort of pandering but it's because he's got a partnership now with a uh, Maden, i think it's called to 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 look for metals in in saudi arabia and <laughs> oh. so uh, he knows what he's got to do but um uh, anyway we we need so much copper right no one really realizes and some and, and you know i think half the world's largest copper mines were discovered like over a century ago right so now we're looking at you know new ways to leach things and um basically we're we're running out of high quality uh, copper deposits and everything applies to copper that I was saying earlier about where some lithium, right? Mines take a long time to permit, fund, approve, etc. And so anyway, rambling a little bit, but yeah, I do I li- hear
0: he I hear he likes lithium.
1: Oh, does he? What's up with that?
0: Just I hear things out
1: of Oh, like Ivan. <laughs> I just heard Does <laughs> he like just- lithium in Quebec? I
0: just heard he likes lithium. Interesting.
1: Uh, and so anyway, I don't really know why copper is doing what it's doing in the in in, in the macro sense. Uh, I, I wonder if it has to do with uh, the individual, you know, again, supply and demand of, of copper itself.
0: Well, look, we we know there's been some supply disruptions out of Peru with the unrest there. We know, you know, some of the bigger mines uh, globally were shut down for an indefinite period of time. And, 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 you know, now back online. But still, again, the price is stubbornly holding. And I think. Again, when we talk about decline, depleting ore grades, declining ore grades, the lack of new discoveries, the lack of funding for quality exploration, the amount of time it takes to permit a mine and bring it online, and then you add geopolitical instability, why am I risking my money buying Meta or Facebook or whatever the heck you know they, they want to call themselves nowadays? I don't keep up with those stocks. Why would I bother hoping Mark Zuckerberg executes when I could be over here on this side, just kind of watching everything play out the way it's. Laid out. I mean, again, these aren't one year bull markets, folks. These are, these are, these are, ticks by 10, 15 years to build and permit a mine, let alone discover building permanent mine. And then you got to hope everything goes well. We know exactly how much supply there is. We can project almost how much demand is going to come. The surprise is going to come to the upside. And on the supply side, the surprise is going to come to the downside in terms of probably less coming online than expected because of geopolitical disruptions, right? I think, you know, that ties in well to our. balloon story which you know if, if if you believe the government which i never do right um then i have a conspiracy theory i'll share with you all about why this is all happening right i shared it with my kids yesterday i told them hey get at me in 10 years see if your papa's crazy but i i digress back to my original I, well, point i want to hear it
1: we'll get to it in a second
0: yeah we'll get to it in a second so you had all these <laughs> unidentified flying objects three of them were said to have surveillance equipment Initially, they said it was China. Then China got one over their airspace, and they're like, Well, sure, in the fuck isn't us flying fucking balloons at, you know, twice the height that an F 15 can fly. So what's going on? And then we had one in Montana. Then they shot one down in Alaska. It's been like eight of these things now. They asked the but, senator that is on, like, the oversight committee for national security. They asked him what he would tell the citizenry to do. He said he'd tell them to lock their door. Like, <laughs> if it's alien, what the fuck is locking the door going to do for you, dumbass? This is the state of your political class right now, folks, yours and mine. And I don't even know what party the guy is with. It was just a stupid thing to say. Um, So you want to hear my crazy conspiracy theory? Uh, isn't I think we have. If you don't like conspiracy theory, folks, turn it off. Like, I think the world governments are so far in debt and they're realizing that with interest rates where they are, that if they're going to have a really hard time servicing that debt. And I think they all got together at the recent World Economic Forum and decided that they're going to unleash onto the world a fake alien threat and then unleash onto the world a unified global front in alien budget. But unfortunately, because the threat is so massive and the funding required for all the major nations to get together to fight this threat, it's so massive that we're going to have to reset the entire financial system. But it's not our fault. It's the fucking aliens, guys. And. Holler at me in 10 years.
1: Extraterrestrial. No, it's interesting. I mean, you know, I've just been basically viewing it as a distraction <laughs> because they're not telling you anything. Yeah, I was watching me- Meet the Press, and there was a congressman on there who was on whatever committee he was on, so-called group of age, who's supposed to know these things. And he's like, look, they're not telling me anything. We got briefed on the balloon. We haven't been briefed on these things that were over Michigan and Canada. And by the way, they're different, like a, a floating octagon, no visible source of propulsion. Like, what the hell is that? And then... um and then they come out and said recently, and I haven't been following it too closely because it's, you know, noise and I try to tune that out. But yeah, you know, yeah, But you yeah. can help it and absorb some of it. Um, they were saying th- these could be commercial things, right, that were put up by whoever, the SpaceX's <clears throat> or the Blue Origins of the world. But nonetheless, they're still not telling you, like, what they were. Now, like you said, we come to find out the one, the balloon might not have been from China. And so, basically, they're not telling you Jack, right? And you're they say they
0: don't have propulsion systems that, you know, would allow for it levitating. They're all flying over like restricted airspace. Like that's a coincidence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, I could tell you some of the random things I've seen. Like the, the one was a balloon, right? And we used a Sidewinder missile to shut it down. I think that was at a cost of like 600 grand or something for one missile. I believe I read I could be off on that. So excuse me. But either way, it was a couple hundred grand. Like it was a balloon. Why couldn't you use a bullet? Is, is, is what the, the guy was saying. And this was a guy who had some military expertise. Like, these fighter jets have guns. They could have just, like, shot the balloon with. They could have used, like, the multi-hundred-thousand-dollar missile, right? I guess if you got it, flown it. But back to your conspiracy theory, um, the distraction for, for, for sure. You know, you haven't even seen some memes about, you know, 2020 was, <laughs> uh, you know, COVID. And then there was, you know, they're using these different distractions to, to distract you, which is why I try not to get distracted.
0: Same, same. It's going to be a fun, turbulent decade, y'all, and uh, hopefully we're here for the bulk of it.
1: Speaking of which, Neil Howe's new book, I believe, is available uh, for pre-order. We should yep. uh, call that out. He's the gentleman who wrote The Fourth Turning. Um, and so his latest installment of you know, The Fourth Turning is happening now is uh, available for pre-order. So one you should probably check out if you want Ex- book recommendations from Bizarro World.
0: I love that. Excited to have all the time in the world for Neil Howell's research, his 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 work. Uh obviously big subscriber to the fourth turning uh philosophy and really excited for this latest piece of work. Nick, that's all I have in my uh ranting and raving bag of tricks today. Is there anything that you absolutely want to get off your chest that we haven't already covered? I haven't told you about the hand washing yet. Oh, we gotta talk about the fifteen dollar uh, yeah, hand wash class. There, yes. So, you know,
1: uh, <laughs> I was reading this article and I just couldn't believe that it was true, but it is. Uh, <laughs> if you're a restaurant worker in the U.S., when you get hired, I guess they make you take this essentially a hand washing class. It's a you know a sanitary class, how to be sanitary around you know while you're handling food, and it costs money, uh, 15 bucks to take this class to tell you how to wash your hands, and it comes out of your paycheck. So if you just got hired for whatever. $14 an hour, $15 an hour, that first hour you work, that $15 is going to pay for this class that you got to take to show you how to wash your hands. And let me pull up the article so I get the details exactly right. I have it up in a tab, one of my hundreds of tabs here somewhere.
0: Um, if I'm not outraged by this, folks, is because Nick and I talked about this last week because we meant to get to this last week, and, and and last week I was absolutely... Bothered by what looks like very low-level, non-threatening, not Mexico-style extortion, but extortion nonetheless.
1: Right. So guess where the and I can't find the damn tab, of course. But anyway, the fifteen dollars goes to, towards this National Restaurant Association, who is the main lobbyist against um, increasing the the minimum wage and keeping the you know the the wages for restaurant workers low. So they're mandated to take this course to pay for it themselves and the proceeds of the course go to work against them, you know, making more money, you know, I'm a long believer that, you know, government and industry colludes. We, you know, we go all the way back to to Supreme Court decisions that defines the corporations as people. We talk all a lot about, you know, lobbyists and things like that, but this story really drives home how they work against people to essentially suppress them from, you know, upward mobility and then things like that. right?
0: Yeah, and and you know what? Before we leave, I did have something else to get off my chest, and you you talked about how the powers that be collude against the people, and I wanted to bring up um, the Palestine Ohio story uh, because it speaks to that, right? Any 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 amount of stupidity gets front page headlines from all the major news outlets for weeks on end, right? This this train derailment, which poisoned the air, the has got animals dying, has people choking, getting sick in the emergency room. All the things, right? All the things. Has barely gotten covered on the national stage. And it is beyond me why if the air in Ohio, a week or so later, however long it's been, it's happened on the 7th, today's the 16th, still smells like chemicals and smoke and people are getting sick and animals are dying. Why isn't every major news outlet set up with cameras there? The way they're set up when... I don't know a person divorces B person, or there's a trial for whatever stupid thing we decide we want to pay attention to that month. like you know why? because the chemical companies that fund the media outlets aren't going to get in there and show up their masters, and I think you know it speaks to it's not just politicians and 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 you know pharmaceutical companies that 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 have lobbyists and politicians in their pocket. It's just deep pocketed money in every industry, whether you're talking about gun lobbyists, defense industry, you're talking about, you know, chemical companies, you're talking about pharmaceutical companies. That's why this isn't a bigger deal. We talked before about Purdue and, you yep. know, the opioid crisis and how they were able to literally bribe their way out of any criminal jail time. Any You know, they, they were criminally negligent, but didn't have to admit that they were actually guilty of anything. They paid a fine that was a fraction of the money that they made selling and peddling this stuff to all of America in a very targeted and specific way. Nobody went to prison over that in any meaningful way. The people that were really responsible sure in the hell didn't go to prison. But hey, let's designate Mexican cartels as terrorist groups because they're on the border and they're sending fentanyl. And hey, I don't like fentanyl dealers as much as anyone else doesn't like fentanyl dealers. And I have my issues with other parts of of that comment that I won't get into right now. But there's a better way to do things. But anybody that thinks that uh, the government's way of doing things is 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 for the people, you should you should you should say you should you should reassess because neither side is here for you, folks.
1: Sure, that, the Flint water crisis <laughs> is another great example. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So anyway, I had to get that one off my chest. To tie it tied in well with you know kind of where you went with that. And um, yeah, I think uh, I think I feel much better after a therapy session, now, Dick. Good, 110 bucks. I- i like it we're supposed it's 170 is what i heard oh, now. God. yeah you're hear not it. neither here nor there uh, i'm supposed to tell you folks that you should absolutely go to dailyprofitcycle.com forward slash subscribe to never miss out on our updates and market commentary leave a comment write in folks we try to get back to as many people as we can and if we don't address it directly in an email we always try to address things here in the podcast um this was good for me, Nick. I appreciate your time. I hope you get better. You want to send us off? I appreciate it. No, hope everybody has a
1: good week. We'll see you. This was number 206. Have a good one, y'all. Hey there, you independent-minded investor. If you like this video, make sure to tell us so by clicking the like button below. Subscribe to our channel so you never miss another one. And share it with everyone you know on social media. You can also click the link in the description below to check out more information-packed videos just like this one. Thanks for watching.